Heritage Church podcast. My name is Jason Fisher. I'm one of the pastors of Heritage Church here in Phoenix, Arizona, and I am joined here today by Tom Burke. Tom, hello. Hi, Jason. Uh, how are things? Great. Good. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, really, really great to have you here on this. Uh, it's kind of a blustery day today. So. Very windy. Yeah. It's kind of. I like it. I don't know. I don't. I don't you. like it. You don't like it. It's just <laughs> the the dust gets in your eyes and. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from South Dakota, and it's windy every day there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that's a that's a great segue. You know, uh, one of the things that we like to do on this podcast is just to get to know some people in our church. Uh, sometimes, you know, you don't have time necessarily to sit down and, and really hear from somebody. And the idea here, too, is like, you know, if you, you hear a little bit of Tom's story here today and you want to you wanna get to know him a little bit more, then I'm sure he'd be happy to just hang out with you. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I love hanging get, out. Get to know people. Yeah, I, I know you do. Um, so that's why I felt really uh, kind of free and open to, to offer that. Mm-hmm. So. You want to give him my number too? Yeah, I'll do that as well. The number is no. Um, so, well, let's start there. You, you mentioned South Dakota. That is where you are from. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Where where, yeah. where did you grow up? So we grew up in the um, uh, suburb of Madison, okay. town of 6,500. Okay. Um, booming, not actually a suburb. Metropolis. It's very rural. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. There was... A handful of fast food places, so okay. that's pretty good for a town that size. Yeah. One school system, yeah. so no choosing where you went to school. Okay. Um, oh, I guess there was one. Anyways, yeah. Small town. Um, there was one stoplight until I was in high school, and then we got another one. Yeah. And it's just it's just nice. That's how you I know mean, you're from a small town is when you measure it by stoplights. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. So remember Kale was oh, on yeah. here? Yeah, yeah totally he, he related Small with town Kale. in Iowa, like yep. same deal. Like, oh, Okay. I guess that's it. I guess that's right, though. You know, uh, things are <clears throat> things are getting a little congested when you have a stoplight. So, uh, did you grow up playing sports or anything like that? Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, I grew up um, playing just about every sport there was. Um, my parents were big into tennis and golf, so okay. I played that with them. Yeah. Um, I did wrestling for a while. I did uh, basketball up into freshman year of high school track i mean yeah. just kind of do everything yeah i even did bowling for a while bowling mm-hmm. nice so when i think of south dakota so I, i've been to south dakota but like you know how you just kind of build caricatures in your mind of mm-hmm. places that you've been so i for sure think mount rushmore duh but i also think like for some reason i have like these plain lands in my mind and just bitter cold because mm-hmm. i i drove through south dakota one time in the winter and it was so windy, like yep. you were saying, and so cold. I'm not even sure it was snowing, but the, the <laughs> snow was just everywhere. Yep. It was so bad that they actually closed the interstate freeway. Oh, sure. And we had to get off and get a hotel or whatever. But like, what were you, is that it? Like, did I? <laughs> I mean, that's pretty normal. The cold or, is oh, always and, there. And Buffalo. For and some reason, wind. there's lots of bison in my mind in South yeah. Dakota. I mean, that's kind of our thing. Yeah, like it's a, really? I mean, it's like, uh, what? Who's the little guy for Arizona that's kind of got his, like, 
It's like in all the tribal pictures. Oh, the Cocopella. Yeah, yeah, Whoever he is. Like, that's what I think of Arizona. Yeah, yeah. For us, it's like bison. Okay. It's like our, like, go-to picture thing. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you're pretty close. Yeah, it's always windy, and then it gets very cold. Whether or not there's snow on the ground, it's just always windy and cold in the winter. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, pretty much spot on. One thing I've noticed about people who've grown up in colder climates is that they're typically really good at either foosball or ping pong. Mm. And I know that you are particularly good at ping pong. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you act surprised. <laughs> let's let's not be like, coy, let's yeah. not be coy, Thomas. I, yeah, I, I'm good at ping Thomas? pong. Sure. Okay. Today you can. Yeah, <laughs> but you've even organized. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. A tournament for us here. Mm-hmm. So a uh, fun little fact there. Yep. Uh, so tell me about your family now. Um, family now. Yeah. I am married to Brianna, Dr. Burke, as Dr. you may Burke. know her. Yes, she is a dentist. Right? <laughs> yep. Um, that's why we moved here. Yeah. Was for right. her schooling. Um, she went to Midwestern. Okay. So that was our trial run and then decided to stay. Yeah. I'm glad you did. <laughs> and then we've got two daughters. Um, Ellie is turning three in just a few weeks here. Yeah. Gosh, that's crazy. McKenna is our youngest. She just turned one. Yeah. Yep. And how's, how's that going? Like how, how's, uh, how's fatherhood treating Fatherhood? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's got its ups and downs. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. It's a lot harder than I expected. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of a roller coaster for me. Ellie, I found out was a pretty easy baby. Yeah. And so... All throughout Ellie until we had McKenna, I was like, this parenting thing is pretty easy. Yeah. It's like, it's fun. It's great. Like, yeah. I'm sure there's hard moments, but like overall, it's like, what does everyone complain about? Yeah. And then when we got our second, and even just the fact of having two. Yes. And that's not even like, like looking around, that's nothing compared to yeah, other people in our church. I know. Well, we, you know, we have three kids, and going from one to two was harder than going from two to three. There is just something about, adding that fourth okay. person or that second baby okay. uh, to, to the mix that just, yeah, especially when they're that young, cause they're still right. kind of both taking naps, but they're not on the same schedule. Yeah. You know, Potty you know training. the drill. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. That's, well, what, that's let, let me, let me ask you, let me dig in here a little bit. What's something that the Lord has taught you about yourself or maybe an area that he's working on? that's only just come out for you with respect, like with being a father and, yeah. and having two kids? I mean, the go-to I always hear, which is still applicable to me is, you know, selfishness, yeah. kind of how selfish I am and like just doing things that I want to do. But more so now with two kids, um, I think the thing that he's been showing me is really how lazy I am mm. um, and how that comes out in a bunch of different ways. Interesting. Re- yeah. So I don't, I would not, I would not peg you as a lazy person. It's not like I go around, you know, like oh, they're <laughs> lazy people. <laughs> they're a hard worker. But you know what I mean? Like I do hear you say that. I'm like, oh, that surprises me a little bit. Like, tell me, tell me a little bit about that. What yeah. Do I don't know. It's just like, I, and I joke with some friends in our small group that we're, um, we do tired parenting where we're just kind of like tired all the time. That's just normal parenting. I right. Thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Coming Any, anybody to out there listening. Yeah. If you're a parent and you're tired, you are living the normal life. <laughs> yeah. You come so to grips with that. Two yeah. For me, it was like realizing that that's, that's just kind of how it is. Yeah. Um, and so with that, like, I don't know anything from, you know, discipline to, 
talking through things, trying to reason with our two-year-old yeah. to um, like doing things around the house that still need to get done yeah. to, I mean, whatever it is, it's just like realizing my default is not to go above and beyond and do all those things yeah. all the time. I'm just yeah. like, it's so much easier to just yeah. do the minimal that's required. Yeah. That's a hard realization, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It kind of, Yeah. I don't like that. No, I don't like that about myself either. I can relate to that for sure. But, uh, also in, in, you know, if you, so what do you, what do you do with that? Like, how do you, how do you react to that realization? Um, I don't really know. Yeah. I'm still kind of working through it. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, Brian and I talk about it and especially with the recent, you know, marriage thing mm -hmm. that we're doing, it's like, and it's not all about that. I mean, there's a lot of things we talked about, but that's one of the things is like a takeaway I can do is just being more mindful of it and like realizing when I'm feeling that way yeah. to like try and fight it. Yeah. But I don't know for right now, it seems like the only thing I can do is pray and kind of mentally force myself to do something I don't want to do. Yeah. It's, I don't know, hopefully it'll eventually maybe go away and be habitual that I want to not be late. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. I appreciate your honesty in that. You know, it's it's even a good for, reminder for me. I think I'm sure there's going to be people listening to this that uh, it's good for as well because they can relate to that. I think we can. You know, we especially in this day and age, it's easy to look out and and think that everyone else is crushing it at mm -hmm. whatever it is that thing that you're doing. You know, whether that's parenting or marriage or your job or a, a sport or a hobby, anything. Mm -hmm. And so I appreciate your honesty in that. And I think, um, I think that's very real, even in that you haven't necessarily figured it out yet. And I think that, uh, my experience is that it just, when you do think you have it figured out, like your kids enter a new phase of life, sure. and, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard. It requires a lot of yourself and, you know, we, we use words like patience to describe that, but sure. it really is just a giving of yourself. Yeah. You, you mentioned reasoning with a two-year-old. I'm not sure if that's a futile endeavor or not. No, you but... can do it. You can. <laughs> I, yeah. Maybe we have too high of expectations of our kids, but. No, no, I, I, am... I think you can. I, I'm, I'm, being, <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. But I, that's just, I think that's wonderful that that's where you're at. And yeah. that, that part of your spiritual growth and development emotionally, you know, mentally involves reasoning with a two-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Yeah. Uh, so how do, how do you reason with a two-year-old? Well, I mean, I, I mean, I try to treat her like I try to always think of her older than she is. Yeah. And like a lot of times she surprises me. And so like... I don't know, even just like when she throws a temper tantrum, you know, first just trying to get her to calm down so we can talk and then asking her like, you know, why, why do you want that? Why do you need that? Like, um, yeah. or, um, why is it that this way was so important? I guess, I don't know that I asked her that, but, um, yeah, would be an example this what? morning, this morning, I, I poured her syrup into her dipper cup thing. Yeah. And she really wanted to do that, oh. but I did it before she even had a chance to do that. Yeah. So she broke down. Yeah. And, and so I said, you know, I said, Ellie, I know you really wanted to do that and I'm sorry that I did that, but, 
and I didn't want to put more in right then because mm-hmm. I knew she'd waste it. Right. And so, so that's another thing I guess I could have just wasted it. But instead I said, um, Ellie, I know you really want to do it. So you can, if you use this syrup and you eat all this syrup, you can pour it in next time. You mm-hmm. can pour it in yourself. Yeah. And she said, okay. That's great. I love it. You are, you are reasoning with a two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's that's really great. I I think what I'm hearing you sort of reference to is just a willingness to um, address, go deeper than just behavior, and right, you know, address. Because yeah, I could have just stopped the tantrum by giving it to her, mm-hmm. and then you know, not wasted it. Or I could have just said, no, what I say goes. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. my style. But even that, I mean, if you have a positive outcome there, it's still in the moment requires a giving of yourself. Yes. And those little things add up throughout the day, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but one thing I want to say on that. Yeah. I, it has made me appreciate so much more God's patience. Yeah. Like I've realized I'm, I'm thanking God so much more for that. Right. With respect to me. Yeah. Of how much of a child I am with him. Yeah. And like just a pitiful little human of like, <laughs> I'm just so selfish and I always just pray for my life to be easy and convenient. Right. And you know, whatever it is. And he's just, just so patient and so like, yeah, just good to us. That's good. Yeah. Definitely gives us perspective for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, gosh, there's, there's a lot there. I want to talk about some other things though, too, just uh, about your life, like growing up. Um, did you stay, were you in South Dakota the whole time and Mm -hmm. then you moved out here after you, did you and Brianna get married in South Dakota? Oh yeah. So yeah, I was born and raised in the same house. Okay. Wow. Um, I guess I was born in the hospital, but, um, you never know. Yeah. Yep. You don't up there. 18 years (laughs) or or anywhere. Well, it's kind of a new thing. Sure. It's like a more like natural thing in like the metro area, but, um, let's see. Um, yeah. So grew up there, same house. Um, Went to school there, same town. I went to college about an hour away, wow. South Dakota State University. Yeah. Um, I knew Brianna yeah. um, in our church uh, growing up. We both went to the same church, but we never really hung out. We had very different friend groups. She was actually in drama, okay. like you, and hey, well, I was not. Yeah. And so we never really You are kind of dramatic, connected. <laughs> That's right. I'd be a natural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then... And then in college, we actually met up. So I was a sophomore. She was a freshman. Somewhere early on, we just ran into each other. Yeah. And I was always kind of a friendly person. And so yeah. I was like, hey, let's, let's catch up. Let's, yeah. let's have lunch and you know, see how things have been since high school. Yeah. And we met up for lunch and then never talked again for two years. Oh, wow. Um, I, can't tw- I can't wait to hear her version of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, then we had a Spanish class together my senior year and her end of her junior year and once again kind of ran into each other got lunch caught up and just kept seeing each other yeah and uh you know started hanging out and doing homework together and just like kind of enjoyed being with each other yeah and like for for me anyways my my version of the story is like at, at one point i realized that like this girl could be more than just this acquaintance from high school yeah like there's something here that's really desirable yeah and i don't know what it's like for you but for me all throughout college i expected to find my wife there yeah and i was always on the look yeah like it was like almost every girl i met was like 
does she meet these criteria? <laughs> right. You're either in or you're out. Right. And by that point, everyone was out. Yeah. And so I would had like kind of settled on like, okay, I guess I'm not going to meet my wife here. And, yeah. Wow. And then, yeah, Brianna came along. Yeah. That's good. I, I do think I, I don't have a, my, my story is, is a bit different, but there is sort of this, this similarity in that, um, I found that God kind of brought me to this place of, of just going, kind of going, all right, well, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to stop like trying to make this happen and just trust the Lord. And then boom, Sharon comes <laughs> along. So you guys got married. Yep. It must've been a huge, I mean, you're talking about growing up in the same home, same town, like you went to college an hour away and then you moved to Phoenix. What was that like? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't quite like that. Okay. So in college, I spent two summers in Houston okay. interning there. Okay. So that was my culture shock moment. Yeah. Like to a metro That's area. That's huge. And humid, hot. Yeah. Like it's so hot there too. What did you do there? Um, I interned at, um, it was called Bayer Material Science, okay. like the people that make aspirin. Yeah. They have a section that make like plastics and polycarbonates and that sort of stuff. So it's a chemical plant, manufacturing okay. plant. Okay. So I worked there for a couple of years All or right. a couple of summers. Yeah. You, you got your engineering degree. You correct. Yeah. Which brand of engineering? Uh, mechanical. Okay. Yep. And uh, so in Houston, that, that would have been a huge difference. So oh, then yeah. coming to Phoenix wasn't as big of a deal then. For me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think that was Brianna's first big city experience. Okay. I know she was nervous about driving when we got here. Okay. Yeah. The typical. Like, oh, yeah. I'm still nervous about driving here and I've lived here for 20 <laughs> years. It's mayhem. Um, so you mentioned earlier before we before we started recording, you mentioned something about Juarez. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is this is that when you went to Juarez? Mexico. Yes. Yeah. yeah I understand. I understand Mexico. <laughs> Thank you for that clarification. Is that when you were in Houston? Is that when you went to Juarez? No. Or? So okay. a friend of mine, um, actually, he was in my wedding, but I met him freshman year of college. Um, he went down to Mexico growing up with his church okay. all the time. And so he developed a relationship with this church down in Juarez called Amigo Fiel. Shout out. Still love them. Yeah. They still go down if anyone has heard of them. Um, but uh, he just was going to go down his the summer after his freshman year to help them and just kind of work for them, volunteer, whatever they needed. Yeah. And he was like, you want to come with? And I said, sure, that'd be great. Because we were both kind of like Spanish minors and stuff okay and so um yeah it was awesome so i spent a summer down there wow after my freshman year and we were basically freshman year of, uh college college yeah, yeah yep so yeah we were basically like the the americans on site to translate direct because there was groups coming down for a week at a time all summer long gotcha so we were kind of like the project coordinators and whatever yeah. that would yeah help people and do stuff with them what was that experience like it was awesome yeah it was so great yeah it was like is yeah, it was just so good. Um, I I I guess I don't know. I mean, I I grew so much. I was in the word all the time. We were always. I grew so much in my Spanish. Yeah. Like I was borderline fluent when I left. That's awesome. Like we were translating for people. We were sharing the gospel in Spanish, handing out Spanish Bibles, and talking with people about you know who Jesus is and wow. how. Like in, I don't know if you're aware of this, but in Mexico, there's a stark difference between Catholic and Christian. Yeah. And it's almost like they're two different religions. Yeah. Whereas here, they're kind of like all lumped yeah. together. Yeah. Um, and so that was the big question of like with right. people down there is like, do you know who Jesus Christ is? Yeah. Um, and talking through that. Yeah. But it was just awesome. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that, that's a huge cultural difference. And, and oh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. That was probably my, my, actually my first one then. Yeah. Because I was freshman year. Yeah. Wow, that's very cool. 
Um, have you been down to Mexico since then? Um, I've been there a couple times. We took a few more trips in college. Okay. And then I went down for that buddy of mine. Yeah. Um, he ended up marrying a local. Oh, okay. And so I went down for his wedding. Oh, awesome. Does he live there now? He doesn't. They lived there for a few years, and then then they moved to Kansas. Okay. And unfortunately, um, his wife passed away oh. just three or four years ago. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. He's got a little daughter, too. Yeah. Well, I'm starting to hear that you're still in touch with him. Yeah. 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 We, I think I probably visit him once a year or oh, so. Good. good. We talk every once in a while. Yeah. Okay. So you, uh, you guys move out here. Brianna goes to school. Yep. And you're an engineer. Yep. Where did you work when you got out here? Huh. Yeah. Great question. I didn't work when we got out here. Okay. We moved here without a job and we had no money and we expected me to have a job. And so we chose like the lower student loan amount yeah. with her loans. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't have a job. Um, I was applying like crazy and just couldn't get anything with my no name school from out of state and no experience. And, uh, we got here, still kept applying. And finally, once again, I was kind of at the end of my wits of like, I gotta have some money coming in, yeah. And so I went to like a temp staffing agency. Okay, and I've done that before too. Yeah, yeah, I've done, I've done that thing. <laughs> um, and and I think on like yeah Wednesday or Thursday, um, somewhere in the middle of the week, I was I was signed up to start the next Monday. Yeah, um, loading and unloading Culligan water bottles from semis. Okay, that was my job. Yeah. And by hand, by hand. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure like pallets or something, sure. I don't know, sure. but, yeah. um, but then Friday came around and one of the places I had gotten a phone interview a while back, um, they called back and said, Hey, you know, we remember you said you were moving down here. Are you, uh, you know, are you here? Yeah. We'd love for you to come in and have an in-person interview and, you know, maybe start as soon as you're available. And I said, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just try to keep, play it cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm still, I mean, you know, so I might be looking. So yeah. Um, around that, that same time, I mean, I, they, they called me and, and basically said I could start as soon as I wanted. And okay. so then that Monday is when I started with them. Yeah. So is this a place that, so this was not, um, where I was at most recently. Okay. Um, this was a place that, uh, designed, built and tested, uh, they're called subsea pressure vessels. Okay. So they're little containers that yeah. either attach to like Navy submarines or oh, wow. um, you can put cameras in for like diving and stuff. Yeah. All sorts of customers. Yeah. Um, that can go all the way down to the bottom of the ocean. Oh, wow. Um, it's a really cool company. Yeah, that is kind of like cool. There's like eight people that work there. Oh, wow. And they had these massive like pressure tanks um, to test, you know, up to 6,000 PSI. Yeah. All these different stuff they did. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool. And then you went to, I know like most recently before what you're doing now, mm -hmm. you were working at a company having to do with, uh, not like missiles or yeah. Yeah. yeah rockets, and rockets, some missiles. Yeah. 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 So it was, it was actually through that job that I'm, I'm someone, sorry, I, I don't know the difference between a rocket and a missile. I apologize. Oh, <laughs> I, in my mind, in my mind, the only difference is like the size. Okay. Like. I would never call the Saturn V a missile. Yeah, me, me either. <laughs> I, I don't know what. <laughs> um, yeah, 
maybe it's semantics. Gotcha. But, um, but yeah, so someone at that pressure vessel company, yeah, um, because it was so small. I don't know if they were planning on like getting a contract or something, but they brought me on as a temp. Then they made me full time with benefits, and then a month later they were like, uh, "We can't afford to keep you, right? So you're gonna need to find something else." Um, in like a very small company kind of way. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're not firing you, but you need to leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but your stuff is outside. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, wow. That's... But thankfully, someone there had a connection with this now North Grumman, what yeah. was Orbital ATK, yeah. um, and got me a, a, uh, an interview. And the guy happened to be Christian, yeah. which was probably had a hand in it because I, I don't know if I shared the gospel in my interview, but something along those lines. Yeah. And... Um, and then, yeah, I got hired there, um, and I was there for yeah, the last six or seven years okay. or so, yeah. six years. Yeah. And, yeah, so they build all sorts of rockets for um, launching satellites as well as, like, um, we call them target rockets yeah. for the Department of Defense. Wow. So we would build a rocket for someone else to shoot down. Yeah. And that was the, probably the majority of our business there was that type of So is it, would it be safe to say that I could call you a rocket surgeon? Probably not. No. Okay. <laughs> Dang it. All right. Uh, and now, now you're not doing that at all. I'm not. Yeah. What are you yeah. doing now? So now I'm building vans. <laughs> yeah. You are. <laughs> um, like yeah, RV like vans, camper right? vans, yeah. RVs. So I, I had the privilege trailers. of going out in one not long ago. That's right. And it was a blast. Yeah. I'm so glad you cool. liked it. Yeah. You guys do really good. So you're working with your father-in-law. Yep. And yeah, you guys do really good work. Yeah, he's the one that makes it look like we do really good work. Yeah, because he's the carpenter. You probably appreciated a few of the touches in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I primarily do the like, the planning, the the business side of things. Okay. The design of the electrical and plumbing. Yeah, all the infrastructure stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's important. That sort of stuff. Yeah. And then I'm learning. Yeah. Woodworking, yeah. kind of as I yeah. go. Yeah. Very cool. Well, that's fun. Yeah. That's a, a big shift. How's that been for you? Like, yeah, going from a big, pretty big corporation to now mm -hmm. essentially self-employed. Yeah. Are, are you, what's that been like? Um, so, I mean, personally, on a day-to-day -day enjoyment level, yeah. it's great. Yeah. yeah. Incredibly good. Yeah. Um, there was also a massive pay cut with that. Right. And so, I mean, I don't, we're, we probably are more tight than we were before and just like more mindful of those things. We have a lot more conversations about budget stuff yeah. now, Yeah, you know, with the hope of eventually I'll be able to replace my income. Yeah. But yeah, right now it's definitely kind of tight. Yeah. Um, otherwise, otherwise, yeah. I mean, I love it. It's just like thinking about the shift ahead of time. It was like, even if I had all the money in the world or like enough to retire, you know, early retiree, whatever, like I wouldn't just sit at home and do nothing. Yeah. And so yeah, doing either. this type of work is something in my mind, this is what kind of convinced me is like doing this is probably like, I would love to do this even if I were retired. Yeah. This is just fun. Yeah. yeah. Sounds fun. And then I can use them yeah. and go out with my family yeah. or like go hunting in one or yeah. whatever, Yeah. you know, Yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's really fun. It's, it's fun to use them. I'm sure it's a blast to build them and make them and, and yeah. so forth. Um, Let's talk, let's talk faith. Like, tell me about how you came to Christ and did you grow up in a Christian home? Did you, yeah. yeah was, so what's that journey been like for you? I would say, so my, my parents, or I should say my mom for sure was saved later in life. Okay. And so growing up, we grew up 
like in a church going home yeah. is what I always say, okay. but not necessarily a Christian home. Okay. Um, it wasn't until high school that my mom kind of, that she was saved and really started taking her faith seriously. Yeah. Um, when you were in high school. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we grew up going to a Lutheran church until middle school. Okay. And then we switched to a Baptist church. And it was really there that, um, you know, there was a youth pastor there that was just solid and invested in me. Um, you may not know, but I was uh, labeled as like a wild child. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, as a kid. I was the problem child in Sunday school. Oh, really? Yeah. In what ways? I was just very insubordinate. Okay. And like, I would always like try to answer back and like, I don't know, reason my way into or out of something. Just yeah. not the person the teacher liked. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And and did that did that then begin to change in high school or or did you yeah. carry that on? Because I know like you you you've got some sass. Oh like, yeah. I I hear it. I see it. I've, yeah. I've experienced some of that. But I, I wish it was gone. I didn't. Well, you know, it's fun if it's you know, if it's used sparingly. It's fun. Right. I, I like the twinkle in the eye. And, <laughs> uh, I did not. I didn't know that you were like that. Like the, like oh, the yeah. problem. Well, kid even and, to the point. I mean, yeah. You probably don't know this. It's like in elementary school and middle school, I mean, I would get into fistfights all the time. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, no Dang. one could tell me yeah. whatever. What do you think that, I mean, what I do you think that was rooted in? I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Like why that was, like, it's not like you I just could think of a moment. You feel alive, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's not like my brother was like bullied me or beat me up or like anything like that. Yeah. You know? It's, I don't know what it was were you, from. Were you small growing up? Or oh yeah, that's maybe that was it. Yeah, maybe, I was smaller. Just, yeah, you're not small now. I'm still small. You're pretty tall. I'm skinny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I don't. I don't, I don't need to sit here and try to diagnose this. I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. So okay, so you you go oh, to yeah. Baptist, Baptist so, yeah. church and this yep. youth pastor really invests in you. Yep. And and it was honestly like I think the difference of like more of a ritual style Lutheran service that everything just went in one ear and out the other. Yeah. Like I remember when we first went to that Baptist church, it was like, I could listen as a middle schooler, I could listen to the service and understand what he was saying, wow. you know? And so like in a church where the gospel was prioritized and, you know, it was, it was mentioned, you know, kind of like you, maybe not every single week, but for sure every other, or at least once a month, it was like very clear of like a gospel presentation. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's, that's that's really as a result of those things is yeah. is me getting saved. I don't know. There wasn't like a day yeah. or a time. I know that through um, probably through youth group as well as once or twice at camp, I probably prayed the prayer. Yeah. Um, so whether or not it was at those times or when I was younger in like Lutheran Sunday school one day, you know, I don't actually know when. Yeah. You know, my name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Yeah. But. Um, but I do know by high school, it was like, I kind of had a realization that like, I, I believe this, like, yeah. this is true. Yeah. This is indisputable of yeah. like who Jesus is and what the Bible says about him. Yeah. And so because of that, I know that I'm saved. Yeah. Um, and so from, yeah, from then on out, it was just like, I, I know I'm saved. Yeah. Yeah. And you, um, from the very first time I met you, uh, it struck me that you just have a real hunger for truth. Mm -hmm understanding and knowledge and but also just a real 
a real heart to, to serve and to love others. And I've always just appreciated that, that about you and Brianna and your family. So, um, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, how did you end up here at Heritage Church? Um, so yeah, moving here, we, uh, we started church shopping, um, and we were over at seventh street and bell. Yeah. So a big, something that was really important to me was that your local church should be physically local. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't drive across town to go to church. And so, you know, I started with my sphere of like, I don't know, a couple miles from where we were at. And I actually, one of the churches we were deciding between as our final two was Shiloh where mm-hmm. I met Blake. Oh, funny. And that's right. Uh, Calvary Chapel, North Phoenix or somewhere over there, yeah. Calvary Chapel on 32nd street. Yeah. And, um, and it was through Blake you know, we'd went there a couple times, and then one time we went to and Blake, the... Blake's still at Shiloh at this time. Correct. He, and was for a while after oh, this. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to clarify No, yeah. That. I, don't, I don't even think... I don't, I don't know if he remembers us or not. I think like, he does. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. But, or he says he does. But yeah. But <laughs> when, we, when he came to Heritage, you know, we... Anyways. So he said, you know, hey, have you heard about Heritage? Yeah. It's this new church plant. I know the guys are really solid. And I was like, oh, we didn't even look over there. Yeah. And so we came and checked it out, and yeah. and then yeah, we yeah. stuck around ever since. You, you have, and you've jumped in, and yeah, you guys are just a real core part of our church, and love you guys, and just really, really appreciate you. But thanks. Yeah. Um, well, we're we're pretty much out of time here. There's so much more. I know. There's all. There's a. There's so much more. Uh, but. Um, if you want to hear more about Tom's story, then that's right. I, I encourage you to just reach out to him. Uh, where will people find you typically on a Sunday morning? If you know, if um, I know, sometimes you're in the back. Oh, that's true. Running live stream. So right? once a month, I'll be in kids. Okay. So if you're dropping off toddlers, yeah, you'll see little, me. Little shout out for kids ministry. I was looking for uh, people <laughs> to come and serve there. Yes. Um, and then once a month, you'll see me. You won't see me because yeah. I'll be in the live stream corner closet thing. Yeah. And then yeah, the other two weeks were were usually when you walk in the center doors. We're somewhere in that, the first clump of chairs to your left. All right. Well, for, look left. for the first clump. Yep. All right. Yeah, that, that's where you'll find Tom. Well, as uh, I'd like to do at the end of these things, uh, I, I turn to my trusty book of questions for a random question. Uh, this is a weird question, but it caught my yes. eye. I just opened up this page. This is the first time I'm reading this you question. You had it bookmarked. I did not. I promise you. <laughs> I'm sure there's probably others that would be more appropriate, but... I'm going to read this one because it's weird. What tastes like springtime to you? Ooh, laundry that's, detergent. That's, that's, the that's the like the. So that well, are you are you tasting laundry detergent? <laughs> I guess. No. Are you just talking Through about the smell nostrils. of like? Yeah, I guess um, you know. Let's see. What tastes what like tastes springtime? Tastes like springtime. Well, what a weird question. Yeah. Why did I even oh, land dear. on that question? Um, tastes like springtime. Um, honestly. Probably nothing tastes like springtime to okay, me, or okay. I can't think of it. But the only the one thing that comes to my mind is the we used to go to a salsa festival uh-huh. every spring, uh-huh. and so maybe that's associated with springtime. Oh, for, for me. sure. Up in uh, South Dakota? No, no, here. Oh, here. Yeah, actually, we started going with Jonah and Laura. Okay. Um, Do you still go to the salsa we don't. festival? I don't even know when it is. Okay. I mean, yeah, kids. I get that though. Yeah, like you know, it's. Things are coming ripe, you know. I don't know. You, you make salsa it out of no it, sense. and then it tastes like springtime. <laughs> there he is. There it is. Sure. I love it. Good answer. 
Well, Tom, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for your time. Uh, if you are listening and uh, want to know more about Heritage Church, you can go to heritagechurchaz.com. Uh, otherwise, thanks for listening and I uh, hope you tune in next time. My name is Jason Fisher. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening.